Yesterday was daf Tazayin. Today's daf Yud Zayin. We're going to do a review of yesterday's daf. Get to and then get to today's. And we will begin with the idea of Tachlifa. The brother of Rav Noi says that all the meal, all the food that a person will earn, it's established between Roshana. Um, you know, like it's set in stone from Roshana to Roshana, except for the expenditures for Shabbos and Yom Tif and the expenditures for his children to Talmud Torah. Because in those things, if you uh, give less, then you'll make less. And if you more, you'll get more. I mean, it's, uh, it's on Hashem's cheshben. Don't worry about that. It's not coming at all off your cheshben. Rabbi Vo says, it's a pasuk, uh, this idea that when, when your meals are, how much food you're going to get, it's going to be established. It says in the pasuk, Tikku B'chodesh, uh, shofar. Um, uh, it says, and So, which day could be referred to here? It's a Chodesh Shofar, you blow the Shofar, and it's a Chag that the Chodesh is Miskasabo, which is where it's the hiddenness of the Chodesh, um, and that must be Rosh Chodesh. And it says on this day of Rosh, Rosh Hashanah, it's Rosh Hashanah, because that's the holiday that's, that's that way. And in Siv, it's a Chok. What does the Chok mean? The Chok means established how much food you're going to be getting that year. Where do you see that the word Chok means that? Because it says, uh, They ate, Pasuk tells us that they ate their portion. Um, that Paro gave them the Admas Kohanim um, in you know, dealing with uh, the because they 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 did never have to pay for their food anyway, and that's why their land wasn't sold. That's uh, just uh, the pasuk over there. Marzutcher brings another pasuk. It says Hachifeni Lechem Chuki. Okay, again Chuki. So you see, the word Chuk is like an allotment of food, and that's what we're talking about. We learned that a price that they said about Shammai that every day he would eat the covered Shabbos. How does that work? If he would find a nice animal on Sunday, he would say, oh, we're saving this for Shabbos. Then he found another nice, nicer one. So he would leave the, the second one for Shabbos and the first one he would, he would end up eating. Hillel didn't work that way. He didn't like think all week, what, what's he going to do that Shabbos? Um... um Abel Hillel Zakin is mida cheres hoisabo. Okay, just close the can. All right, Hillel Zakin had a different, uh, a different, uh, different view. He all of his actions were l'shem shamayim. He said Baruch Hashem Yom Yom, and basically that means that uh, each day he had a, a bitachon that the, that the day will provide whatever it is, and he didn't really need to look in his viewpoint in his uh, world view. You don't have to be worried about Shabbos that you'll. He's like bitachon that a, a nice portion for Shabbos would come. We saw this in the Bryce as well. Bishami says that even on Sunday already you're starting to think about Shabbos. And Basil says, Baruch Hashem Yom Yom. Rav Chama, Reb Chanina says uh, that uh, when you give a gift to your friend, you do not need to inform him that you gifted something to him. You can do it under the, you know, under the radar. 
And that's based on the Pasuk, because Moshe didn't realize Kikaran of Parnov, that he got a shine on his face, and uh, that was, uh, apparently Hashem never told him. So the Kshayla is, is that there's a question, because it says in the one place, that you should know that I am Hashem who sanctifies you. And this is Hashem talking to Moshe. He says, I have a huge gift that I want to, that I have in my, in my treasure house. It's called Shabbos. And I want to give it to the Jewish people. Go and let them know about it. So you see, Rabbi Shem Gamliel says that when you give a gift to a child, give food, let's say, to a child, you have to let the mom know. So you see that you do need to inform somebody that you're going to get the gift. So the Gemara explains that it depends on the gift. If it's a gift that it will be found out, so then you don't have to say anything because he'll, he'll find out that he got the gift. A gift that he won't find out, um, then you would, um, 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 you know, then, then the, 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 that, that's when you do have to let him know. So the Gemara says, why isn't Shabbos something that we would have found out? The answer is, is that we would find out about Shabbos, but not the schar of Shabbos. That we needed to know, okay, to be informed of. Next, we saw is um, that uh, Rabbi Shem Golwil said that when you we mentioned that we when you give a, a piece of bread to a child, you need to let the mom know. So how do you let the mom know? I mean, you don't even know where the mom is. So what the, what's the what's the trick? You put a little oil on his face, so the it'll, the mother will notice, or a blue like whatever a blue coloring. And this way, the, ma- the mom will ask, and then the kid can tell you, oh yeah, this nice man gave me some bread. I, people, will suspect uh, some, some magic being done, so what's that luck, man? So you can't do that. So he said, whatever it is that you're feeding, put a little bit on his face so that, he, so that it's ev- evident that to uh, the mom that, that, he, that he ate something. Rabbi Yechonah said the name of Shemei that all mitzvahs, that Hashem gave the Jewish people, it was a, par, a farhesi, it was out in the open. Shabbos was an exception that it was done because it says by Shabbos, So the Gemara says, if that's true, so then the, then why are, punished, why are Gentiles punished for it? Um, the answer is, is that uh, Shabbos, they, were, they, they knew about, but the reward of Shabbos they didn't make known. That is, Either that, or this, even the schar was known, but the factor, the, the X factor of Neshami Yisera, that's a, that was something that was special on, um, that was told to the Jewish people. And that's what Rabbi Shemin Lakish says, that on Shabbos we get a special Neshami Yisera on Erev Shabbos, and it go, goes away from us on Matzah Shabbos, and, um, and that's what it says, that Shabbos Vayinafash, that once it leaves, then the nefesh goes away as well. Um, that's why, again, I mentioned yesterday that that's why we have, we, uh, by Avdala, we, we smell the psalmim to restore ourselves, and uh, because we lose that nishon yisera. And also, fascinating Rashi over here, who says that uh, the purpose of this nishon yisera, it's like an expansion of heart to rest more, that you can actually sleep better on, on Chavez. You don't need as much melatonin. And um, whatever it is, people have difficulty sleeping somehow. Shabbos they can. Um, different. It's a different schedule. Whatever. And I never had that problem. You know, Baruch Hashem, you're healthy in that way. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, and also more yeah, food. It's important that, and and Yantuf, you also have a shemini seirim, but so, we don't do besomer and Yantuf. Yeah, it's a big discussion whether there's an shemini seirim on Yantuf as well. So it's a whole, it's a lot of talk on that. I don't know. There's different opinions. Differing opinions. Okay, it's like a half. It's a half one. I don't know which one it is. It's, it's like partial. Not enough to qualify for some. Not enough to qualify for some, but enough that when you go from Shabbos to Yom Tif, you don't need some. You get it? So that's a, it's like a, it's a, you understand? It's like a, a, a halfway point. Um, okay. You also, can't sleep as well in Yom Tif as on Shabbos. Right. It works for your appetite. Yom Tif is able to give you more appetite, but not more sleep. That's okay. it. Only halfway. That's also good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, next thing, um, cooking from Erev Yomtif. We said you can make a tafshil from Erev Yomtif. So Abayi says that's only a tafshil. But bread, you can't use for your, uh, for your Erev Tafshil and you can't use bread. Why bread not? So um, if the reason is because is it needs to be something that can go on top of bread, meaning that, like as a, that can be eaten with bread and you can't eat bread with bread, so then uh, cereal, which is also a bread product, which, so it's not really eaten with bread, as Rebzeira says, that the Babylonians, they're Meshuggana, because they eat their bread with bread. Um, so, right, I said the example, they have a macaroni sandwich, right? So like, that's like, it's like a, it doesn't make sense, really. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'm not saying, for Babylonians, it does make sense, but just everybody else doesn't understand it. Um, um, but so uh, basically, and you can use daisa as your as your eruv. So basically, it must be that it's something that's not shri, has to be something not shchiyach, not your typical food. And bread is too typical, too too it's too ubiquitous. So uh, that's. Would say the Babylonians got it right because you're supposed to keep carbohydrates and protein separate. Oh yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's that's uh, then that's. That's the, the, it's only the current. You know, they'll find a new one. They you know how often they, yeah, you know how they change their, yeah, uh, their, con- their conclusion, the right. First they say eat only the white of the egg, then they say eat only the yellow of the egg, and they keep oh, changing, then eat the both parts of the egg, whatever. <laughs> eat, the egg, right? eat the both parts, that's what I meant. My grandmother told me you gotta eat both parts of the egg. She was ahead for time. They're finally catching on now. Anyway. So, uh, version B um, of this of this quote is Abayi says is that uh, that that basically it's only a tavshel, not bread. Why? If it's because it's not shchiach, so then and bread is shchiach. Well, dice is not shchiach. This cereal, and um, Rav Rav Nuchumi said in the name of Abaye that you're not supposed to use um, that as your you know daisa as your um, as cereal as your as your eruv. Uh, uh, so it must be that it has to be something that goes with bread, and Dyson doesn't go with bread. It has to be something that can accompany bread, as we said about the about the Babylonians that they eat bread with bread, which is not not considered normal. Okay. Next, we talked about these other examples. We saw the lentils that are in the bottom of the pot. You can rely on them for your of tafshilin as long as there's a kazayas. Um, the fat on the knife, according to Rabbi Yisrael Breder of is also good. You can scrape it off as long as it's a kazais. You can use that for your Erev Tabshilin. Um, fish, small fish. Uh, Rav Asi said the name of Rav, the small salted fish, basically herring. 
um, it's not uh, bishul. It's not sardines or herring, whatever. It doesn't. It's not subject to bishalakum because it, it's edible in its salted state. You don't really need to cook it. If you if a if a guy did cook it, then you could use that as your erev tavshilin. If they but if the gentile made it into a kasadarsum, which means they use they coated it in flour and fried it that way, so then it becomes asr. So isn't that why not? Why is that obvious? Where it says no, you might think that it shouldn't be asr because the fish. Is edible raw, but the dough or the, the coating is not, and they have to tell it. So you, you wouldn't have realized that in the crunchy, uh, in the the crispy fish that you make, it's the crisp that's the main part. The fish is not; it's like side. That's what it's saying. Rab Abba said that eruv tavshilin needs a kezayis. So the shaila is. What do you mean? A kazais for every person in the family or a kazais for only one kazais? So we brought a riot from Ababa Barav, Amarav, that it's it's kazais whether for one or whether for hundred. A single kazais is enough for the Air Tavshilin. It's um it's almost like we realize that the Air Tavshilin is ceremonial mostly. Okay. Next we said if the person ate or lost it, so you can't cook on it on you know on the basis of it. If there's an, something left, so then you could. So what does it mean, something left? Does it mean even if it's without a kezayis? So you see you don't need a kezayis? The says, no. The, the, the something means a kezayis left. Next, we saw that this tafshel uh, is, uh, tafshel means roasted, and even pickled, even boiled, super boiled, shaluk, which is like one type of boiling, bevushal is regular boiling, and even kulyas haspanin, which is a, a type of fish that basically it's very, very, very salty. And um, what they used to do is to make it edible, they would just pour hot water on it and it would like um, make it a little bit milder so they would be edible. And uh, all of those things it's is... Mouthary. Yeah, but it's like very strong and they would water it down a little bit to make it, you know, to cut the saltiness. And that was what finished it to make it edible. Anyway, so um, so all that is allowed um, if you did it from Erev Yom Tif, um, um, and we mentioned that uh, the Tchila and the Sof do not have a shear. So what does that mean? No shear at all. So you see that you don't have a shear. So Mar says, no, 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 there's no upper limit, how much, but there is a lower limit, and that is the Kzai. So indeed, you still have to have a Kzai, at least. Rav Honas, the name of Rav, that Erev Tavshila needs knowledge. Whose knowledge? Obviously the knowledge of the person who is doing it, he has to have in mind that I'm making this into my Erev Tavshil. The Shail is, what about the person of who I'm doing it for? Does he need to know or not? So brought a raya from the father of Shmuel that he would uh, make an Erev Tavshil for the entire city of Narada where he lived and Ravami Ravasi did it for the entire Tiberia where they lived. So you see that that's, uh, that it, actually you don't need the knowledge of the one who you're doing it for. Then we saw Rav Yaakov Eidi says if somebody didn't do an erev tavshilin, he should rely on his own, meaning on mine. Meaning Rav Yaakov Eidi did it for them. How far can they be and still go out with his? Up to Atchum Shabbos. Now there was a story about a blind fellow that used to organize his mishnayos in front of Shmuel. So basically, he memorized mishnayos and he would read over the mishnayos in front of Shmuel. And he saw, Shmuel saw that this blind man was sad. So he said, why are you so sad? So he said, I forgot to do Erev Tavshilin. So he says, okay, you can rely on mine. 
Next year, a year was a year later, he said, he said again, he says, why are you so sad? So he said, because I forgot to do narrative shilling. So he said, ah, two years in a row? <laughs> you're a sinner, you, you're neglectful. And for everybody else, I'm, I'm doing it, but I'm not doing it to somebody who's just di- disregarding the importance of it. So you're not covered. And that's why I said that uh, we, you can only once, Rabbi Wender, uh, I think I, I, was, I filled my allotment already, <laughs> Rabbi Wender, um, whatever, many years ago, I forgot to do an Eif Tavshilin, and Rabbi Wender said, did you ever have this problem before? I said, no. So he says, okay, you covered this time, but not next time. That's what happened. <laughs> so I already used my allotment, but uh, so far that's it's held up. Um, you had in mind this story, you think? Huh? You think you had in mind this story? This where it comes from. So it brought down the halacha that it's only one time. Oh, it is a halacha. It's not that's halacha. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's uh, that's where it comes down. And you can't remember the past. Oh yeah, I think after a long time, if it's a long ways away, maybe that'd be a different. I, 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 two consecutive years is one thing, but yeah, right, right, right. I, I, I do agree that, that, that there's a svar to say that there's because he, he had, right. It's many right. It's a long time ago, so maybe you know, like, right. All right. Next, Yom Tov Shabbos. We said that uh, when Yom Tov comes out on Erev Shabbos, so. Um, you can't do your Erev Tchumen, you can't do your Erev Chatzeros. And Rabbi says, you could do your Erev Chatzeros, just not Erev Tchumen. He argues, lenient. So uh, the reason is, is because your, your, your Erev uh, Tchumen, you can't do on, on, uh, on Yom Tev because it also has Dini Tchumen. You're not allowed to travel outside the Tchum on Yom Tev, just like the same on Shabbat. So why would you be allowed to set up your Tchum? Um, now, um, but uh, t- uh, but eruv, but uh, okay. So that's the difference. Eruv chatzeros is different because you are allowed to carry on yomtiv. You understand? So that's the difference. Rav says halacha follows Tanakama. Shmuel says halacha follows Rebbe. So Reb, Shmuel is mekel, like Rebbe, and Rav says halacha follows Tanakama. Now the shaila was when we say that halacha is like Rebbe. Do you mean lekula or lechumra? Angmar says, "What do you mean, pshita? That it's lekula? Doesn't Rebbe say lekula?" So Moran says it's not so simple because Rabbi Yezer said that your version in Babel is different than my version. Uh, Rabbi's matir, you have Rabbi matir, and the Chacham say it's prohibited, but Rabbi is os, oser and the Chacham are matir. So that uh, obviously makes a big difference. And when you say we paskin like Rabbi, which which Rabbi? The Rabbi version that that we haven't being makel, being lenient, or the Rabbi version that hasn't been machne. So we brought a raya, Rav Tachlif and Parvdimi did a case like Shmuel, and Rav says, I can't believe it, Tchilas uh, is a mistake. He, his first issued his first ruling and it was incorrect. So now, if it's Lekula, so then that's a Kilkel. But if it's Lechumra, so where's the Kilkel? Uh, so my answer is actually you're wrong. Chumra is also a Kilkel. It could be that the, the, if, if we, the Rebbe is the Machmir, and uh, it's a kilkel because now people won't be able to carry uh, because of that and it messes them up. Okay, so uh, yeah, being machmir and saying that you can't do it, cannot do it, is also a negative. So basically, that was where we left off yesterday. And stop our review over here. And